0: Now, fight back with Libby Zneimer on Zoomer Radio. Good afternoon and welcome. How much
1: are you paying for your auto insurance premiums? And did they go down following the win government's promise to lower them by 15%? Ontario drivers pay an average of $1,458 versus 930 bucks in the rest of the country the government actually commissioned a report on how well the system is working and then kept it quiet by releasing it online just ahead of last weekend's long weekend. Well, anyway, this report found that Ontario's system is the most expensive, despite also having one of the lowest levels of accidents and fatalities. So what do you make of that? And what do you think... Of our auto insurance system. We want to hear from you. The numbers to call 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-740-4740. The report, by the way, by the provincial auto insurance advisor, David Marshall, also found that a high percentage of premiums goes to pay experts and lawyers and not to injured people. And that is a direct quote. So right now, let's go to PC finance critic Vic Fidelli, who is the MPP for Nipissing. Hi. Hi, Libby. How are you today? Fine. How are you today? Wonderful today. What is your reaction to this report? Well, again, it all stems back to the initial promise
2: that Kathleen Wynne made to uh, have the uh, Liberals uh, or have the NDP uh, go along with the liberal budget so it was a promise made uh, on the fly with no plan whatsoever and so that's why we heard today just today alone that not only have rates not dropped 15% uh, they'd only reached about the 8% mark but they tumbled or they actually increased I should say another 1 and a quarter percent in the, in the last quarter and so they're going the wrong way again there was no plan whatsoever and I know the premier called it a stretch goal but that's uh you know that's what you tell your mother when when you're fibbing that oh I'm sorry mama it was only a stretch Uh, and so I'm very disturbed they do a
1: lot of that
2: (laughs) they do I know so so let's get to the Marshall report and I know what he said uh, was that a real flaw Uh, is it's a system that allows uh, all of the people involved, all the participants, um, they work at cross purposes. And really what should happen is you got to put the consumer first. And we don't see that here. They've got all these cross purposes. The insurance are focused on the cost control. The victims are looking to get the, the most entitlement they can. The lawyers are working on contingency. Uh, the health care providers are paid on the number of treatments. So it's not set up right. It's not set up to benefit the end user, the consumer.
1: Well, absolutely. And uh, I mean, again, you know, the insurance companies complain that they deal with a lot of fraud. But on the other side, they they do often uh, try to limit the amount of claims they pay. You know, some would say nickel and dime. And it's not enough. If you have to have, you know, paramedical care like physiotherapy, which is not covered by OHIP, that, those numbers really add up. Well, it's interesting. Um, you know, think about if you have a benefits
2: plan. You know that you get X amount uh, allowed for prescription glasses a year. You can have so much for dental a year. Um, you, you, know, you can have so much uh, physiotherapy and all these things. Chiropractic, you know, you know what your numbers are, you know what your limits are, and it's all prescribed in a book. You get that when you sign up for your benefits. Well, with insurance, you know, in the, in, in the case of an accident, let's say, you know, it's all very long, it's very complex, it's very adversarial, and people, um, they don't know what treatment they're going to get. Somebody's trying to foist more treatment on them because they're getting paid for more treatments.
1: So and, w- and Vic, the other thing is that if I'm not mistaken, you have to use up whatever treatment you get. From your benefit program before you get anything else. Well, what, what I'm saying is, what you really should
2: have is um, some kind of a standardization. Uh, so, that especially on the, and I don't want to oversimplify it by calling it, you know, the 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 the, the standard claims. Um, you, you know, you should have, you should be able to have some kind of a a, a benefit system that's in place for these uh, for these um, uh, reoccurring incidents. So instead of having to, you know, relitigate or re, re uh, decide on how to uh, treat it. Uh, there should be some standardization so that, okay, we know what it is. This happened. Here's the standard treatment for that, and have a prescribed sort of list that that's kind of where 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 Marshall is going in, in effect.
1: well, it's you, you it's put- it's very difficult to have a standard treatment because every case is obviously different. but i I guess uh, he was talking about a standard place to get. Uh, Review to get your diagnosis because then part of the thing is you know one doctor can say you need x and then another one can say you need three times that
2: well he, and therein lies the problem, and the an insurance company at the end will 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 end up uh, with, with with paying for that. but what what we really need to know is that there's fair benefits and that they're fairly delivered um, and, and and you really need them to be simple to understand and you should have uh, some choices that you're available to um, you should have you know be able to buy coverage options that have choices uh, and we really need to take some of the uh, over treatment I, I mean like you, you you heard about the fraud I watched the I think it was W5 that had the expose and you know the where the the, the patient went into a place and you know it, it was just racked up the, the amount of of coverage that was, uh, or the amount of treatments that were required for somebody who technically had absolutely nothing wrong with them, they were a plant, uh, it just tells you that the the fraud is uh, is built into the system. It's not everybody, but it is there. And that's a big part of the cost, is, is fraud alone. Uh,
1: absolutely. Uh, and then there's another thing that uh, we covered months ago here, but uh, I, I didn't see it. Covered on this is that one of the first things that happened after uh, the Wynn government announced this drop in premiums was that the insurance company lowered the amount of coverage for catastrophic injuries, for very bad injuries. And I know that my insurance company, the first thing they said to me is, that I, You know, we recommend you buy more coverage.
2: So my father-in-law wrote a letter to the editor, uh, which in my local newspaper. He sent it everywhere, but it did get published in my local newspaper, and that was his point. He said, "Look, I got my insurance bill. It was twelve. It went up twelve dollars, so it didn't go down fifteen percent. It went up twelve dollars, but my coverage in catastrophic and others." It uh, was cut in half, so he called his insurance company, and they said basically, for fifty-eight dollars, you can get back to where you were. So <laughs> now his insurance is up sixty dollars if he went ahead with it, uh, which is you know almost a probably I'm guessing around a eight, seven or eight percent increase in his insurance for the year instead of a fifteen percent reduction. Uh, so that's what's been happening. It, 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 you know, and you wonder, you talked about it earlier, we've got the lowest collision uh, record in, in the country and the lowest fatalities, yet we have insurance that's 55% higher, higher than anywhere in, in the country, $1,458 is the average. That's well, 24% that's... higher than Alberta. It's double that in Quebec. So it's obvious they know how to do it, and we're doing something terribly wrong.
1: And, and by the way, it is higher generally in the GTA, that's a, an average number for Ontario. Yes,
2: yeah, that, that's the average for Ontario. So it's obvious. Um, something is wrong with the entire system. Uh, and if you, that's just on the math, the math side of it all. But if you look at the human side of it, we're not putting the consumer first. We're, we're all over the map with all of the different people who are in this. It becomes adversarial. It's complex. And the people sometimes don't get the treatment they need and they're they're the ones who are put off until everybody else uh, negotiates and meanwhile there's pain
1: <laughs> there's pain and suffering Abs- absolutely uh, Vic uh, let's take a couple of calls here we've got uh, Marty in Burnbrook hi Marty oh hi good
3: afternoon to you both uh, It's has been Brooke, actually sorry um, I've, I'm phoning only because I was in an accident in the beginning of November and um, around I took all my physio and such and by the time um they decided the insurance decided that I'd had enough for my qualifications um I phoned and I said um how can you how can you say goodbye to me when I hurt um, every day and I'm in pain. I had a concussion. I had whiplash. Sorry to hear that. Um, I was at a stop, uh, the traffic stopped suddenly, and I was hit by a truck. Oh, my goodness. So... so Um, my broker suggested that I go to one of the lawyers and see what they said because, hey, you're injured, and what happens now is they use all your benefits from both my husband and myself, and they exhaust that. So for the rest of the year, you don't have any benefits to utilize. And um, anyway, I phoned one of these lawyers that we hear advertised, and they said, oh, the the deductible is $38,000, so unless something else happens and they decide that you're more injured than they're saying that you are, um, it's not really worth it. So you, you don't know what to do. Like, I'm just so frustrated still.
1: And, um, that's what happens with our insurance and, and the insurance goes up. And, uh, you know, th- that, that point that you have to exhaust your own benefits. I mean, you know, um, Personally, I need those benefits for other things, you know, uh, <laughs> sports injuries. So you're saying that if I get into an accident and I have insurance, I I, I can't get have any benefits even if you know i get enough for the particular accident injury there's nothing left for anything else exactly and it
3: goes as far um that i just received a note yesterday from my husband's insurance saying prove to us that your insurance didn't pay that that my insurance didn't pay for it and the um provider of the um a physio and massages and and um Uh, kinesiologist and uh, um, how can I say um, um, all the different specialists they have so now I have to get another note from my doctor to say I I need massage so it's all part of the accident but they put me in the middle of it to say you know um, the provider of the uh, service for the physio submitted the claims and the insurance company is writing to me saying, prove to us that your personal insurance is not covering it. Wow. It's just a huge circle. It's just a big mess, and I'm so frustrated because wow. I'm still in pain. And, yeah. you know, um, what do you do? Like I remember 30 years ago when I was suffered from whiplash, the insurance company said, here, here's 3000 to cover any other, you know, details that will happen so that you're covered. But I know that my life has changed from this, and um, I am so frustrated because you can't get any payment from anybody, and the insurance company is very happy to say, and like so many, I haven't had an accident in 30 years, clear record, you know, no tickets, and I was hit, and my car
1: was, you know, uh, hit pretty hard, and... uh, What do you do? Marty, uh, let's uh, give Vic a chance to respond to that. Vic, um, you know, just hearing a story like that, and I'm sure there are many others out there, how could the system be fixed?
2: Well, Marty, first of all, I'm very sorry to hear of your accident. Uh, That's got to be absolutely traumatic for you and your family, and, uh, 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 you know, I just feel absolutely terrible about that. I know in this Marshall Report... Uh, he said that this a real flaw is exactly what you're talking about, where there's a system where all the participants, everybody that's involved, they're all working at different purposes. Some would say cross-purposes, right? Somebody wants to save a buck. Somebody wants to spend a buck. Somebody wants this. Somebody wants that. Everybody has a cross-purpose, and uh, what he wants to do in this plan is to put the consumer first. And I would absolutely, unequivocally agree with that, that that's, that, that will help. Uh, if we listen to the Martys of the world and the stories from the Martys of the world, then it becomes so absolutely uh, uh, imperative that we put the consumer first. We should talk, we should get you fixed up and then you know, figure it out after.
1: Marty, thank you so much for sharing your story.
3: Oh, you're very welcome, and uh, I don't really wish this on anybody. There's of course something no. very wrong, and, I mean, it's not going to help me at all. <laughs> it's a
1: mess. Okay, and, well, uh, thank, you, thank you again for great. sharing your story, and best of luck to you. I hope that you get it sorted out, and uh, most of all, I hope that you uh, recover okay. fully. Uh, let's go to Dave in Brampton. Hi, Dave. Hi. Uh,
4: I have uh, my insurance policy renewal right in front of me. Uh-huh. It's gone up $51, Yep. and, my, of course, my coverage has gone down. My insurance company tells me if I want to bring my coverage back up to what it was, it would be $123. And as far as I'm concerned, any time government has got involved, ever since they brought in no-fault insurance, all they've done is screwed it up. And that includes conservatives, too.
1: Um, Vic? Yeah, look,
2: um, what we really saw in that uh, 2000, before the 2014 election was a real false promise. And I think that gave people a false hope. When your government comes out and says, we're going to lower insurance rates by 15 percent, and then it's so apparent that there was absolutely no plan to do this, and they're struggling to get even halfway there, and now, as I said earlier we we understand in this last quarterly report we've actually seen it fall another percent and a quarter um, That just tells us you know I, I'm going to be a little bit blunt here; you can't trust anything they tell you uh, I, I, i'm I'm just so disappointed and 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 the premier's excuse was, well, it was a stretch well i'm 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 sorry, but you made a promise to a lot of people and provided a lot of hope to people with absolutely no way to do it. So that's why in this Marshall Plan, you know, when they talk about putting the consumer first, uh, I, I really do believe that uh, that will help take a lot of the additional costs that are in the system. I mean, somehow we got to be $1,458 when Quebec is in the $700 range.
1: And so uh, we're doing something if, wrong. if your it's government easy. is elected, will you implement those recommendations?
2: Well, we're looking at them all. I mean, as you said, it was released sort of quietly uh, on the eve of uh, the Easter weekend with no uh, fanfare, no news release from the government that says, hey, look, there's a new report out. So we're, we're looking at it. But we all, I can tell you we all agree on two things, that we need to put the consumer first, and there's a tremendous amount of fraud built into the system Excuse that me, will help uh, address a lot of it.
4: Excuse me, can I say something? Sure. um, Going back to when they brought in no fault, the first thing they did is they put uh, a lot of the cost over to OHIP, which initially we are paying again. So we didn't get a bargain even there. uh, I'm 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 pretty sure that was a conservative government.
1: uh, I'm not sure what you're referring to.
4: When they went to no fault... They
1: uh, some of the costs
4: were uh, medical costs. First OHIP paid them, paid for it. Well, and OHIP is being paid by us. So where where did we get a bargain? We didn't get any. We got a lower cost on insurance, but we turned around and shoved it over to OHIP, which uh, has really basically screwed OHIP out of all that money.
1: I'm I'm not sure that's uh, totally accurate. Well, I don't think it's too far. out. You check it out. Um, yeah because a lot of those costs all of those uh, you know uh, ancillary costs Ohip does rarely covers very much of any of that kind of physio stuff that's very hard no, no, to get maybe from not Ohip. Ohip for
4: physio but when you go to the hospital yeah. that's Ohip.
1: Well yeah
4: but Yeah, um, So that's still under the the insurance used to pay that before it was no uh, no no uh, no fault. Well um okay the well used to pay all medical expenses.
1: Well, I don't, I don't know if they pay OHIP back. Anyway, Dave, thank you very much for your call. You're welcome. Okay. Bye. Bye-bye. Okay, uh, we are going to switch gears, and we're going to talk about a related topic. Uh, again, this is uh, the Wynn government we're talking about. Her popularity is rock bottom. There's talk that uh, the party might want to replace her. We're going to deal with that after the break. In the meantime, Vic Fideli, thank you very much for being with us. Thank you very much, Libby. I always appreciate the opportunity. Okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye.
0: You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio.